0: Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show.
1: Welcome into another episode of the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. I'm Russell Venose back after a one-week hiatus there for vacation in week 10. Uh, But my timing is good here because we are ready to roll for week 11, which is going to decide a lot of playoff uh, scenarios, a lot of playoff seedings, plenty to play for uh, for many teams. We're going to talk about those storylines in just a moment, as along with making some predictions for some of week 11's top games across Middle Tennessee. Uh, Before we do all that, though, we're going to welcome in Riverdale football coach Will Kreisky for an interview and he's going to join us right now on screen. There he is. Will, how are yeah. you doing today?
2: Good, good. How y'all doing? appreciate y'all having, having me on to talk a little Warrior football.
1: Absolutely. We're happy to do it. And, Will, uh, great week to have you on. And the Battle of the Borough coming up this week. And I know that's been a game that Oakland has dominated recently. Um, I believe they've won the last 12 meetings, but your team's playing really well. I guess just when you look at this matchup, from what you've seen from Oakland – just following them this year and also watching film. I mean, what are some of the uh, your impressions of kind of what you guys are up against this Friday?
2: Uh, you know, we're up against a really tough physical defense. Uh, their D-line is, is really good. Uh, they uh, come off the ball really hard. They, they're really good with their hands. Um, and their first step at a point of attack is, is very aggressive. And, and they've done a really good job of dominating the line of scrimmage each week. Uh, this year up front on the defensive line. Um, their linebackers fly around. You know, the Ellison kid is is tough. You know, they got Marcus Bullard and and um, Craig Tut. you know, a young kid, number one, who's played really well this year. You know, I think he's one of the up, up-and-coming kids that, that'll that be a, a big-time uh, recruit in, in the near future. If not, he's maybe blown up now. But, uh, you know, we, we got to be able to start fast, uh, be able to move the ball, and, and stay consistent. Um, offensively, you know, the, for, for Coach Creasy, everybody knows what he does. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna formation you to death. Uh, he's gonna run the football. They they um, have over two thousand yards rushing this year, uh, but also with that, they complement complement that with a thousand yards passing, uh, and they play a lot of different guys. Uh, you know, you you see a lot of different r- running backs. Uh, you know, seventeen. You know, he's up for Mr. Football. Morris, um, and he runs the ball really hard. He's a physical runner, and, and he, he, he makes you miss when you're in space. You know, the, the kid from DCA, uh Ashton Jones, you know, he plays really well. Uh He's a very physical runner. Kind of reminds me of when I first got to River, Riverdale of, of our number five, Adam Davenport. Uh, I think he can make make you miss. He's not going to, Ashton's not going to go down on the first tackle. Um, So he, he runs the ball hard, and th- those guys have done really well. And Hainsworth has is, is come back from an injury um and he's also another one that's that runs the ball hard and, and very physical big kid so you know we, we got we got a lot of our work cut out for us this week um they also been you know playing two quarterbacks so you got to not prepare for one quarterback for two you know coach creasy's son kyler uh started the season off really well really hot and then had a um shoulder injury uh has been out and then the backup quarterback freeman's come in and played really well you know while he was out i think he's thrown for 740 yards um, so both of those kids can play big-time football, 6A football. But, uh, you know, it's really impressive to Coach Creasy have these guys playing the way they are because it, it, it's a young roster. The majority of those guys come back next year. Uh, but, again, uh, Coach Creasy, you know, does what he does and has his guys ready to play. And it's going to be tough, the Battle of the Borough. We, you know, last regular season of the, uh, game, it's for region title. Like you said, Riverdale hasn't beaten uh, uh, Oakland in over 12 times, uh, so we got our work cut out for us. Uh, the kids have been focused. They've been working hard this week. You know, got a few more practices left in us uh, before before we get that test.
1: Yeah, certainly a lot to think about there. And uh, Will, your team's played really well this year. Score seven and two with losses to Henry County and Germantown, two really good opponents there. Uh, you guys are entering entering Friday's game on a five-game win streak uh like you said this is going to decide the region 368 title i mean how exciting of an opportunity is that to, to come down to the last week of the regular season and to be in contention for for that number one seed and you know what's been traditionally a tough league uh year
2: in year yeah, out. yeah I, I complimented our kids and told them how proud i was that they number one they secured a, a home playoff game for for round one and then uh for for, for now, they set themselves up to play in a region championship game. It's been a long time since Riverdale's gone into the last week of the season uh, with the opportunity to win the region. And they've set themselves, themselves up uh, nice. You know, we started off 2-2 uh, two and two, uh, at the beginning of the year, and, and people questioned us and questioned a lot of things we were doing. And, and the kids uh, trusted the process and kept believing and kept working. You know, we, we scheduled a tough schedule this year. You know, we come out of the gate with Smyrna, and then we went to Henry County and then we had Beach at home and then we played Germantown and all those all those uh, teams got us ready for what we saw each week uh, in our region. You know, like you said, we have a tough region here and I felt like those early games being non-district games was going to help us prepare us for the region competition. And I think it, I think it helped uh, us as a team grow each week when we face those tough opponents.
1: Let's talk about some of your players now. You've got several several guys having great seasons here. Uh, of course, quarterback Braden Graham is right among them. He's completing 72% of his passes for 2,400 yards, 33 touchdowns, and just one interception. And the yardage number is one thing, Will, but you don't see a completion percentage and a touchdown-to-interception ratio like that at the high school level very often. How has Braden been able to be so effective
2: uh, this year as a senior? <laughs> Uh, Braden has really grown up from his junior year to his senior year, and we've been really proud. But it's really not a shock to any of us on the coaching staff or his teammates because of how hard he's worked his offseason. As soon as the season was over last year, he went to work immediately, Um, and he's always working. He's always in the film room studying. He's always with our offensive coordinator, Justin Barnes, uh, just working on the game plan, figuring things out. I mean, he's football 24-7. He wants to be successful, and all his hard work has paid off. And then he's got guys around him to help him. You know, Keyshawn Williams having a great year. Brock Montgomery's having a phenomenal year. Uh, he averages uh, hundred plus yards receiving, a couple of touchdowns a game. Uh, so those two guys have really helped him. And then you got Braylon Vanderbilt and and uh, Ben Woodruff, who who's come along in the, in the passing game to, to help step up. And also to complement that, we got two running backs with Dominic Taylor and, and Isaiah Verser. So all those guys have helped uh, Brayden uh, be able to have this success and. Again, you can't have the success unless you have a great old line and I think our old line has stepped up each week to the challenge and has helped Braden, uh with his success. You know, it's it's a team effort. Um, and, of course, you know, when you do good, the quarterback gets pat on the back. And uh, when you do bad, they don't. Um, so, you know, I've been really proud of how he's handled the success and, and complimented all of his teammates because, again, we always talk about the only way we'd be successful is if we're all working together, and that's what we have to do. Uh, we have to all work together and, play as as one unit for us to be successful.
1: You mentioned a bunch of guys there. I want to highlight Keyshawn Williams, though. When we spoke at one point in the offseason for a story on Brock Montgomery, you said, hey, keep an eye out for for Keyshawn. He's coming off an injury. A lot of colleges have been in to see him even at that point. But for him to be able to come back from that injury, that knee injury, uh, to play well for you guys, to help out the team, and then also to have this sort of meteoric rise as a recruit, he just committed to Michigan State recently, uh, how cool has that been to see this year?
2: Well, you know, as a coach, you see the kids when they go through their tough times. And last year, Keyshawn really struggled. You know, he was injured; he couldn't do anything. He stood on the sideline, and it was really hard for him. Um, it, it was, it was, uh, it was a tough situation. I think week ten last year, he didn't even come to the game just because he was just in a in a bad state. Because he wanted to be out there to help his team, he wanted to be involved, and he couldn't be involved. And then this offseason, you know, he was working uh, to get his strength back and, and, and to get going. And he worked really hard and, and we had to limit what he did this off season. And he was, man, he was chomping at the bits. There was times this spring when he was ready, ready to, uh, to fight me, you know, just because he wanted to practice and we weren't, you know, he wasn't allowed to practice per doctor orders then. And then this summer we had to limit what he did. And man, that kid was so hungry. He, he, he was really hungry. And, uh, that hunger, uh, really bought his fuel and, and he's just been nonstop the way that him and Brock, man, the way they practice is unbelievable. And, uh, you know, has really helped us uh, with that. And and the guy we had not even mentioned yet is Jalen Thompson. You know, Jalen Thompson has also come in and played a lot of offense. You know, he's played uh, from running back to slot receiver. So all three of those guys right there push each other each day and practice to get each other better you know, Jalen and Keyshawn become the best of friends, you know, and, and that's that's part of the reason Keyshawn's committed to uh, Michigan State because what they do, uh, how they work together and how they compete with each other. And, you know, it's it's good when you got three guys like that that when the other one scores, the other two are celebrating more than the one that scores. And, and that's what's been special about this team.
1: Yeah, you beat me to my next question there. Well, I was <laughs> going to ask about Jalen – Course, of the Michigan State commitment, as you mentioned, and uh, could very well end up being teammates with with Keyshawn at the next level, which would be I'm sure cool for you guys. But Jalen has been a really consistent present for you guys, uh, presence for you guys the past few years. As you mentioned, he's doing a lot this year. I believe he's got five interceptions. Um, what's made Jalen so special?
2: Jalen's another one, man. He's just been really hungry and, and re- really worked hard this offseason. Uh, he does a lot of good uh, film study with with Coach Bonds, our defensive back coach, and Coach Field. Uh, They work really hard, really hard to to make sure their guys are successful each week. And, uh, you know, like you said, Jalen's had five interceptions, two of them returned for touchdowns and, and, and uh, that's, that's been big, huge for us. And, you know, we're really proud of of him stepping up and being a leader this year and, and really uh, getting the guys on the defensive side working together and, and having them all fly around. You know, we stress defense over here at Riverdown. you got to play physical play, play fast and, You know, he's been part of that and part of helping those guys become successful each week.
1: So, as I mentioned, you guys have won five straight games entering this Oakland matchup on Friday. And then after that, it's the playoffs. And I know last year you guys uh, had that first round exit, heartbreaking uh, double overtime loss to Lebanon. Um, What's it going to take this time around to have a better finish to the season, Um, especially once the postseason arrives?
2: Yeah, you know, it was tough last year losing 11 and you know, double overtime. And that's something these kids, these seniors hadn't forgotten. And so they're working each week to to get each other better. You know, I was really proud of them, uh, the way they worked uh the week we played Siegel. You know, it was tough. We we played Blackman coming off Fall Break, then we had Siegel now Oakland. So, you know, having Siegel thrown in the middle could have been a game where they overlooked and they didn't. They didn't overlook at all. They came to work, practice and had the mentality let's get better and that was that was contributed to our success on Friday is is last Friday is how they worked uh during that week and I was really proud of them and complimented them on that and and that's what I told them if they wanted to keep their season alive and keep playing in the month of November they have to prepare each week like that
1: And on the way out I've got to ask you will a couple of weeks ago you got to play your brother Matt and his Blackman team and he came out with a big win in that one Uh, I'm curious, have you gotten any mileage out of those bragging rights yet, or is that something you're going to kind of uh, pace yourself uh, on throughout the eighth month offseason? Maybe uh, not let him forget how that one ended up.
0: Well, I'm not going to do
2: any talking until uh, the playoffs are done because, you know, the way the playoffs are set up, we could see them again. And so, you know, you don't want to do anything to uh, hurt you for the next time you see them. So there's, a, there's an opportunity that, that we may have to see them again. You know, we have to win the first-round game. Then after the first-round game, you know, it, it, we could be matched up with them. I don't know, you know, the – the, the other region is uh, coin flip. It's got a lot to depend on this Friday. Our region, you know, one and two depends on the Oakland-Riverdale game. And then our our uh, next three, four, and five spots all depend on um, wins this week. So, a lot of it's up in the air. Uh, I'll wait till after this week and after the playoffs before I, before I run my mouth. But he's got a really young team, a really good team, and they're going to be really, really good in the future. So, I have to be careful what I say.
1: Definitely. That's a smart move there. It will be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Uh, Will, thanks for your time today, and and best of luck against Oakland.
2: Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: All right, that's been Riverdale football coach Will Kreisky. Really appreciate his time uh, ahead of a big one this Friday against Oakland. Let's take a break now and then come back with some Week 11 storylines.
0: a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good.
2: After every game we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey. I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor.
0: As an all-state agent in gallatin larry maynard knows many local families his knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service give larry a call at 615-452-1500 macon bank and trust company is a proud supporter of the gallatin green wave for over 100 years macon bank and trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goal We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. Don't let pain keep you from doing the things you love. With our world-class physicians, Houston Clinic Orthopedics will have you back enjoying your life in no time. From ortho care to physical therapy and more, visit our website to book an appointment. Houston Clinic Orthopedics, when experience matters.
2: Craving the juiciest, most delicious burgers in Dixon? Look no further. Luke's Burgers and Breakfast has got you covered. Whether you're in the mood for a mouthwatering cheeseburger or a breakfast burrito, we have it all. Our secret, only the freshest ingredients cooked to perfection every time. So why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? Come on down to Luke's Burgers and Breakfast, where every bite is an experience.
1: It has all come down to this week 11 of high school football for certain teams. They need to win to keep their season going for other teams. They need to win to have uh, a better playoff position. And uh, let's talk about where some of the top teams stand right now. When you look at our Main Street Preps top 25 rankings, 13 of those 25 teams are in contention for region titles this week. Three teams have already locked up number one season. Those teams are Mount Juliet, Upperman, and Clarksville. So they are good to go for the first round, but there's a lot to play for. Uh, for several of these other teams and a couple of games, uh, among top teams that will decide, uh, region titles one way or another, of course, Riverdale at Oakland is one of them. We talked that about that at great length with will, and we'll make a prediction for that one in just a few moments in our next segment, uh, other games that are going to decide number one seeds include Marshall County at Pearl Cone in region five, four, a, uh, Ravenwood at Brentwood in Region 6, 6A, and Tullahoma at Shelbyville in Region 5, 5A. There are certainly others as well, but those uh, each involve at least one team from the Main Street Preps top 25. And there are a number of other matchups that uh, could involve some tiebreakers depending on how they shake out. And uh, involving ranked teams, those games include Davidson Academy at CPA in Division II AA Middle Region, Nolensville at Page in Region 6, 5A, And Henry County uh, versus Hendersonville in Region 7 5A. So, any scenario that involves a CPA win, a Page win, or a Henry County win, those teams will take the number one seed in their leagues. But if any of them lose, things could get interesting, could get into some three way tie scenarios. And if that happens, if head to head results can't decide uh, seeds one through four in each of these leagues, the TWA has a list of tiebreakers that they use. And in order, those tiebreakers are. Uh, The team with the greatest number of victories, the team who plays the greatest number of teams who win 50% of their games, the team who has the greatest number of victories over teams winning 50% or more of their games, the team whose opponents have earned the most victories, the team whose opponents have received fewer defeats, and lastly, my favorite, the coin flip. Uh, I think it's been at least, I can't remember in the last few years, a coin flip deciding um, a region title or a playoff spot, but man, that would be something if if one of these leagues comes down to a coin flip. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. Uh, would would like for all this to be decided on the field as much as possible. But those are the tiebreakers at play if needed. There are a number of other games uh, on the other end of the spectrum where teams are fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, these are the games I found that are win and in scenarios, uh, lose and go home. There could be a couple missing here, and there are other games that are more complicated. Like if one team wins uh, and another team loses, then this team's in and that team's out. I didn't include those games. These games are strictly winner goes to the playoff, loser goes home. And they are Maplewood against Republic, Sycamore and Stewart County, Watertown and Community, Westmoreland and Trousdale County, Kirkwood and West Creek, Clarksville, Acad- Clarksville Academy, and Mount Juliet Christian, and Creekwood. White House. If you're going to any of those games this week, there's going to be some anxious times there as uh, all those teams fight to keep their season al- alive. But that's what's great about this time of the year. Uh, the football means a lot. And uh, the way the Tito play structured the schedules, just about every team is playing a region game this week. So it uh, should be a lot of fun to see how that all shakes out. Let's take another quick break and then come back with our picks for week 11's top games.
0: just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good.
2: After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor.
1: Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today.
0: Founded in 2005, Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, has a reputation of consistently offering the lowest possible rates and, above all, providing outstanding customer service. Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, takes pride in treating our clients with honesty and integrity. We provide excellent service and experience you can trust for all your mortgage needs, proudly serving all of Tennessee. Apply today. Call Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, 858-518-1506 or online at www.firstlendingonline.com. NMLS number 314276, ID 135932. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round no more ladders tangled lights or cold nights outside we do the work you do the celebrating call southern nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever for a free quote give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our facebook page at southern nights
1: we are back with more here on the main street preps high school football preview show it's time to make some score predictions now for week 11's top games. And as always, you can find our full staff wide predictions for 10 games across the mid state at mainstreetpreps.com. Those are uploaded every Wednesday and you can scroll to the bottom to see the standings uh, where I am still in a tie for first place. Now I, w- I did have it outright now. Uh, Brady McAdamney, our Clarksville sports editor is right there with me neck and neck. So um, lots of lots of play for two on the pick side uh, for our staff. Uh, eight and two last week. Late touchdowns by Rockvale and Hendersonville uh, kept me from going 10-0. So we're going to see if we can uh, sort of do a little better this time. And I think a 10-0 week has eluded me all season. So anyways, high school football, tough to predict. That just goes to show you. But let's try to do it anyways. Riverdale at Oakland, the game we talked about with Will. This could be the best fight Riverdale puts up in a Battle of the Borough in some time. As we mentioned, Oakland has won the last 12 meetings. Uh, but Oakland is still Oakland. They've got a great one-two uh, punch, running back punch there at Ashton Jones and Dwayne Morris. We'll mention that as a challenge for his defense, and I think that could be the difference here. Oakland's ability to run the ball is uh, something that is very difficult to stop, especially when you've got uh, somebody like Morris and and Jones too, who could sort of line up at different areas on the field and uh, get yards and, and touchdowns and things like that. I do think this could be a, a high-scoring game and a close game, but I'm going to give it to Oakland, 35-28. to 28. Moving on now to Ravenwood at Brentwood, the Battle of the Woods, another great rivalry game. And, of course, Brentwood is coming off a huge victory over Independence, 28-0, an impressive showing. Might have been their best showing of the season so far, and that's saying quite a lot given the season that Brentwood has had. Um, they're also starting to get healthy in some key spots. Wide receiver Clayton Merrill. Uh, running back Trey Doris, who missed most of the season after getting hurt against Brentwood Academy. Those guys are both back in the fold, appear to be getting fully healthy. Uh, That adds a couple more elements to that offense there uh, with Baylor, Hayes and and company um, putting up a lot of points this year. Of course, Ravenwood has done well too. Their only losses are to Alcoa and Oakland, two uh, perennial state powers. So certainly uh, can't hang your head over those losses. They've won the rest of their games, and it's set up. Matchup now to decide the region six six A title winner. Have to imagine this game, just like the Battle of the Borough, is going to have a massive crowd there. You'll want to get there early to get a parking spot, to get a good seat. Uh, but I think all that said, the way Brentwood's been playing lately, the coming off that win against independence that they had. I've got to give Brentwood the edge right now. Uh, I think it will be close though. I'm going Bruins 28, Raptors, or excuse me, Bruins 24, Raptors 20. Staying in Williamson County, Nolensville at Page. Uh, Page can wrap up the region title with a win. Nolensville would need a win and some help to uh, to to get there. But um, these two teams are are very familiar with each other. They've played uh, twice in the last two seasons. They played each other uh, in the regular season and then again in the playoffs. So certainly, um, two teams that know each other and, and, and could see each other again in the playoffs, depending on how things go. But uh, with the lead title up for grabs, this one should have a fair amount of juice. And I think with the way Paige has been uh, playing defensively, they're only allowing about six points per game in all of their region contests. They've got linebackers, Brendan Anes and Eric Hazard, causing lots of havoc in the backfield. I believe they combined for uh, seven tackles for loss last week. So a great showing from them. And I think that's going to uh, make things tough for Nolensville and in that offense. So I'm going to go page 28, Nolansville 14. Let's go up to Nashville now where Pearl Cone is going to host Marshall County. And this is going to be the Firebirds toughest test they've had in quite some time. Of course, they opened the season with wins over CPA and NBA. And since then, they pretty much rolled in all seven other games. They haven't really been tested. So I think this game could tell us a lot about Pearl Cone and just how serious of a class Four uh, a title contender they might be. Of course, Marshall County is eight and one on the year, has a great quarterback in Silas Teet. He's a former Oakland uh, player transferred over there last year and has, has done a great job there leading the Marshall County offense. That said, I think Pearl Cone's got enough uh, to, to keep it going here to cap off a 10-0 regular season as they try to march their way to their first state title since winning back-to-back in 1996 and 1997. I'm going Pearl Cone 35, Marshall County 24. And let's wrap it up with Loretto at Mount Pleasant. Again, another game with a lot on the line. If Loretto wins, they are the region champion. Uh, Mount Pleasant can cause some chaos by winning this game, I believe, if they do. And if Louis, Lewis County beats Waverly, there could be a three-way tie there for first that would have to be sorted out, uh, potentially with some of those t double tiebreakers. But what's really impressed me about Loretto is how they have not skipped a beat since losing starting quarterback Carter Daniel uh, for the season due to an injury they they've just kept on rolling and for that reason uh in the way they've played just down the stretch I'm going to go Loretto 20 35 Mount Pleasant 31 as i mentioned you can find the rest of our picks at mainstreetpreps.com that's where we're going to have coverage of all these games on friday we've also got girls soccer state tournament coverage uh, we had volleyball stuff last week golf the week before we'll have cross country state championship coverage next week certainly a busy time for high school sports And that's why it's also a great time to sign up for a subscription to Main Street Preps right now. It's only $3.99 a month or $34.99 per year. And you can get one of those by logging on to MainStreetPreps.com. All right, that's it for today's Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. We'll be here through the Blue Cross Bowl. So stay tuned. Next week, we'll be talking playoffs.
0: Thanks for tuning in. You've been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.